Welcome to Mike's Take, an informed and opinionated view of the world of sport. Hi guys and welcome to yet another edition of Mike's Take and I am talking CAF Champions League football with a Zimbabwean flavour. FC Platinum, the Zimbabwe champions have just concluded their third CAF Champions League campaign on the spin, finishing bottom of their group, a group which had Tunisians Etoile du Sahel, Al Hilal of Sudan and eight-time winners Al Ahli of Egypt. They actually played their last game this past weekend. It ended in a 2-0 defeat. Surprise, surprise. This was against Etoile at the Rades Olympic Stadium in Tunis on Saturday night. Let's just run through the final Group B standings. At the very top, Etoile du Sahel, 12 points. Al Akhli was in second, 11 points. Al Hilal Amdumam of Sudan, 10 points. So it was very nice and tight and competitive at the top of Group B. And then some way behind FC Platinum in fourth place with just the one point. The Zimbabwe champions who have swatted aside all local challengers in the Kaosolaga Premier Soccer League have found continental competition a tougher nut to crack. FC Platinum finished their campaign winless in the group stages with just the solitary points from six matches played. Now, in boxing, they say the tale of the tape. Let me give it to you. FC Platinum had the worst points return in all four groups. FC Platinum had the worst goal difference in all four groups. FC Platinum scored the least number of goals with just two goals scored. This is across all four groups. And FC Platinum had the second worst defensive record conceding 11. Now, whichever way you choose to interpret these stats, they are woeful. Simply not good enough. So the jury is now out as to whether FC Platinum can compete at the highest level of continental club football Despite their dominance in Zimbabwe, where they have won three league titles on the trot and the seeming availability of resources that most teams in the country cannot afford. Now, I grew up at a growth point, Sanyati to be precise, those of you who are familiar with Zimbabwe. There was a term that the older boys used to describe the one or two girls who shone bright like a diamond amongst the many average-looking girls that we had. This is no disrespect to the women of Sanyati. Now, she was usually one from one of the well-to-do families. Her father probably a store owner or, or a butcher. She went to boarding school at one mission school or the other. And in our eyes, she was the epitome of beauty and progress in that small world of ours. It was therefore sad to see that that very same girl, you know, when we graduated to university and made the much celebrated trip to the University of Zimbabwe, she paled in comparison to the numerous hotties that the bright lights of Harare threw up. She just didn't measure up. And that is the sad case of FC Platinum, king of the jungle in Zimbabwe, but at the bottom of the food chain on the continent. Now, FC Platinum have had their moments. If you've been watching them play in the CAF Champions League, they have had moments where you've thought, you know what, you know, there's some green shoots there. They've been competitive, especially in the first half of matches, but they have been unable to go the distance, often falling away badly in the second half and being punished for mistakes made and lapses in concentration. Now, such is the nature of the game when you're up against more experienced campaigners. Case in point, Al Ahli of Egypt record winners of Africa's top continental club competition. Now, the game versus Etoile is a microcosm, I think, of what's wrong at the Zishavane Base Club. 
FC Platinum's coach De Jong, he tinkered with his selection. He introduced a new centre-back pairing of Lorenz Mflanga and Evidence Tendai, who played his first Champions League match on Saturday night. Now, that has been symptomatic of FC Platinum's campaign over the last three seasons. Chopping and changing their squad in the CAF Champions League, resulting in a number of players who have been at the club for a few years now, not having the desired experience. Now, th there's absolutely nothing wrong with freshening up your squad. But there's got to be a step up in quality when you do so. When you look at the business that FC Platinum has done over the last few years of the transfer market, it's actually hard to justify the purchases they've made. They certainly haven't been a step up. FC Platinum has built a squad that's the envy of the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League in Zimbabwe, but that squad is nowhere near the quality that's needed to launch a meaningful campaign on the continent. This season, the champions have showed the exit door to Devon Chaffa, Mukokeli Duve, Wallace Magalane, Albert Yonde, Charles Sivanda, as well as Rodo Chinyengeter. Whilst their best player, Never Tigere, was allowed to depart for Azam in Tanzania on a free transfer. Who are some of the replacements? Triangle United skipper Ralph Kawondera, Wange left back Nomo Chinyerere, as well as Manika Diamonds Joe of Stan Lingala, and last Jesse. Now, make no mistake about it, they are all good players. But on the local scene, they are nowhere near possessing the ability to bridge the gap with the top teams or help FC Platinum make a meaningful challenge. New players who have promise but very little in the way of continental experience, which is the currency that FC Platinum needs to be trading in at the moment. Talent alone, guys, is not always good enough. In 1998 to 2002, we saw the most successful Highlander side of all time. I was actually tempted to say greatest, but I knew that would be up for debate. So I'm going to use the term successful, okay? Raman Gumbo and Eddie May, the two coaches in charge of Boso during those four years, they took charge of the prodigious talents of Tulani Mube. The men they called Ria, the Bob Dwyer, Desi Capena, Walker, Texas Ranger, Zenzo Moyo, Caesar Koza, Gift Lunga Junior, Blessing Gumiso, Tabani Masawi, Vekitembanlovo, Johannes Ngozo, amongst others, a truly golden generation. In 2000, they took on Cameroon champion Sable Dibati for the right to play in the group stages of the CAF Champions League, back in an era where there were only two groups. And the group stage led to the semi-finals. Borso put on a stellar show to destroy the Cameroonians 3-0 at Barberfield Stadium. It was a scoreline that could have been actually larger. Uh, such was Highlanders' dominance. Progress seemed all but guaranteed. Surely Borso had the talent to get over the line. Talent they had, but experience they lacked. And Sable Dibati managed to reverse the scoreline in the return leg and won the subsequent penalty shootout to progress in place of a more talented Highlanders outfit. Experience had won. So there's no secret, guys, to North Africa's dominance of the CAF Champions League. Apart from having on their books talented players, more importantly, they're able to keep those players together for meaningful periods, allowing them to grow and mature them into the juggernauts they are now. FC Platinum's repeated chopping and changing has only served to shortchange the club in terms of experience with each campaign launched on the back of several inexperienced players. With Zimbabwe's elite players being lost to more rewards leagues in the region like South Africa's ABSA Premiership for example, Zambia and even Tanzania, it means that the caliber of our players that are applying their trade in the local league may be of a questionable quality and certainly void of any Champions League pedigree. How prudent then is it to buy locally? 
when the last couple of seasons have seen FC Platinum stagnant. If anything, they've actually gone backwards. This year's return of just one point is actually one less than last season's return of two points. What FC Platinum needs to do is to retain their playing staff and instead of looking to buy local, they should consider shopping beyond the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. Raiding the likes of Triangle and Highlanders will yield very little in the way of dividend save to celebrate success in the local league. Now after Saturday night's game, I was actually very happy to hear FC Platinum's coach Henrik de Jong talk about the need to sign a few more players with the requisite experience at the level ahead of the new campaign starting in August. The Dutchman clearly acknowledges that his side is not in the best condition to compete against the elite from the continent. The club executive also needs to take responsibility responsibility now here's what this is actually what i mean listen they have failed to grow the stature of fc platinum beyond zimbabwe's borders pure platinum play remains just a feeder club to even the smallest of teams in south africa it is criminal that they've lost some of their best and most experienced players to outfits such as cheaper united Baroka and even Polokwane City, Zimbabwe's champions losing players to teams who survive on a hope and a prayer in the ABSA Premiership. I mean, I can understand selling players to the likes of Sundowns, you know, Kaiser Chiefs and Orlando Pirates who've got continental stature and they've got the resources. But to the likes of Polokwane City? Come on guys, we've got to do a lot better than that. You cannot grow as a club or improve in continental competitions if you repeatedly sell your best talent and in the last couple of seasons, FC Platinum has lost players that were the spine on which pure platinum play ran. Kevin and Elvis Moyo, Gerald Takwara, Walter Musona, Rodwo Chiyengetere, Farai Madananga, Tabani Kamsoko, all top, top players who, had the club retained their services, would have had FC Platinum not just roaring in Zimbabwe, but in the jungles of Africa. That's my take. Mike's Take. Now, thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Mike's Take. And of course, to tell somebody. Don't forget, you can follow Mike on Twitter at Mike Madoda or catch him every weekday on ZFM Sports.